Hello, hello, and welcome. Oh, my goodness gracious. There we go. We might even keep that in. Who knows? Show my humility. Uh, Hello, hello, and welcome to the Rock Metal Podcast. I'm your host, John Harris, and today on Rock Metal Podcast, we have Calidus, and they have a new EP called Shades Among Us, which was released on June 9th via Inverse Records. Right now, I'm being joined by Taro and Taro singer and keyboardist of the band to share some more information about this release and what they've got going on. And to save my confusion, I'll have Taro Marshall and Taro Orange. And then we now know which Taro is which because we've got Taro Orange and Taro Marshall. So Yeah, but- I had to check that I'm orange. <laughs> or Ampeg or Fender. You guys have some sweet equipment there. Yeah, you got that right. We are actually now at our rehearsal room, and this place is crowded with like good equipment, like guitar amps, drum sets, keyboards, guitars, whatever you can imagine. This is a place. This is a heaven on earth. It, I see that. Where the magic happens. It is where the magic happens. And speaking of other magic, welcome to the show, boys. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Good to Absolutely. be here. Yeah, you're welcome. Now, one of the things I'm fascinated by with the room that you're in is that has become a plug-in these days where you get grab the Helix plug-in, you grab an Amplitude plug-in, or maybe you spend a little bit more money, you get you know an Axe Effects. But basically, you guys have in real life what most people are complaining, oh, I got to spend 100 euro on that. Like, are you freaking kidding me? Like, that room that you're in, how much do you think that room is worth? Uh, I cannot give you the uh, real numbers, but it's like thousands of euros at least. Yeah, at least. At least w- yeah, at least we have here some, like, uh, quality stuff, so quality costs. Yeah. Uh, and it adds value. But we are here on rent. So we pay like a couple hundred. Nah, who knows? Who knows, man? The drummer's girlfriend takes care of that. Yeah, unfortunately. We just play music. <laughs> have fun. That's right. Yeah. Right. Well, we have the keyboardist and the singer, so we know that we've got a server at a restaurant and somebody who works IT or something. Yeah. Close enough. <laughs> Boom. If the drummer were here, he'd be a pizza delivery guy living on his girlfriend's couch. Yeah, well, that's actually quite close, you know. Wow. <laughs> Bass player would be working four pawn shops. First miss. All right. There we go. You know, at least we have to have like two two or three IT guys in one band. Mm-hmm. You know, engineers rules. That's right. Uh, cool. Now, I guess my next question is, obviously, that's the rehearsal space, but is any of the equipment in the room there showing up on this EP, like that Marshall or that Fender or that Orange? Uh, actually, these cabinets and amps you see behind us are not owned by Calidice. They are owned by other musicians who are practicing in the same rehearsal room as well. Uh, on my right right side, there is a nice black star that you cannot see at the moment, but it is involved to the album, I'm quite sure. And, of course, the drum sets, I think they are Yamaha, and they are, of course, involved. 
Uh, when it comes to the keyboard stuff, I usually do stuff with the VST plugins and, you know, at least we, we do like modern music. You need to have modern equipment. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's kind of the funny thing is a synthesizer is honestly just a computer chip anyway. So whether it's a plugin that you're manipulating with a MIDI controller or whether it's a physical unit, it's kind of the same thing unless it's an analog synthesizer, right? Yeah, you got that right. I mean, nowadays it's super easy to do synthesizers because I didn't even have to go to the studio. I did basically all the keyboards in my home. Yeah. So do you uh, record audio or do you record MIDI and then from the MIDI find your uh, synthesizer sounds? Yeah, basically the latter one. I mean, I have like MIDI keyboards and some controllers at my home. Uh Usually I do the keyboard sets uh, in the last bit of the song, and uh, I had all the like tracks in my in my home studio when I started to work with them. And basically, I just try to find some cool sounds that kind of fits to the mix, and I just fool around with the controllers and see what happens. And of course, you put a bunch of distortion and everything you can ever imagine to like make it uh, sound nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, there are a lot of guitars on this record. It's like a wall of guitars. So how did you make keyboard parts that fit? I guess it's pure luck. (laughs) (laughs) No, but really, I mean, uh, as a keyboard player, I've always found it a little bit difficult to find a space in the spectrum for your instruments. Because, of course, you don't want to compete with the guitars or drums or bass or whatever. So... It's more like a trial and error. At some point, you just find something that fits. And if it fits, it sits. If it fits, it sits, baby. Boom. But yeah, I have to say that it's like an hours of error and trial and horror stories. And eventually, I find something that I'm happy with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the, the album is being held up because Taro's got to find his keyboard sounds. <laughs> yeah, like it's delayed for months. Delayed for months. We can always do our part before, and then he has his time until we like are going to public. Ready yeah. or not. <laughs> That's right. Ready or not. Put a Hammond B3 organ on it, Taro. Let's get it, get it done. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you have any classic sounds in the record, such as an organ sound or an electric, like a Fender electric piano type sound? Uh, not at this time. When we did our debut album, Anthem for Resistance, I, I had some VST, of course, uh, which emulates the organs and pianos, but I don't have like really acoustic stuff, like real organ. I have never even touched, touched one. Whoa. Like, you don't you don't even know like uh, people who owns like this classic B3 Hammond organ but man if i ever get to touch one i will like i will definitely record it mhm yeah maybe start calling studios in helsinki be like yo you got a Hammond B3 no you suck and then hang up the phone yeah. angrily you you should have yeah you should have it and then hang up the phone angrily yeah i mean i've seen one like years back but the owner wasn't able to start the organ back then, so I wasn't able to try it. But 
I was like this close to play the real Hammond B3. Wow. That's cool. Almost happened. Yeah. Almost happened. It's like, no, my dream is going to coming to true. No, it didn't. No. Did not. Now that's kind of an interesting thing because obviously, like you said, you could do everything in in the box, but would you say that that is potentially a goal, maybe for the band or maybe for you, to bring in some uh, acoustic keyboard-like instruments, like a real grand piano or a real organ or a real harpsichord, like something where you can add a bit of that uniqueness? Yeah, well, it's an interesting thought, but when I think about the, uh, how do you say it, how convenient it is, I mean, I cannot have these things at home. Of course, I have like acoustic piano at my place, but it it's not in that shape that I would use it in a, in a record. I mean, who knows? I never really planned this in advance. Yeah. Of course, I'm open open minded, so sure we can test something, but I don't really see that happening because after all, this is modern music and tries to be like industrial ish metal. Mm-hmm. Which which doesn't really have like uh, acoustic stuff. It's like processed as hell. Processed as hell, baby. <laughs> yeah, you can quote me. I will. I'll, I'll quote you. Well, you know, it's funny. That's sometimes what bands are looking for, and that's what you guys were looking for. So that takes me to my next question, which is when doing the EP, because obviously you guys had the debut album, and then you could have come out with another album, but instead you came out with an EP. So what was the goal with the EP? What were you guys looking to do? What were you guys looking to create? Well, first of all, uh, there were like, um, uh, I came, uh, the uh, previous singer left the band, and uh, then uh, I came uh, to replace him, and um, it took some time, that process. So um, obviously we wanted to uh, share our new sound, um, how do we sound? And um, then we had some few songs that uh, we wanted to show and uh, obviously um, do at the moment. And um, I was like, uh, maybe we could wait a while longer and make a full album. Um, but uh, the other guys were like, let's just show that we are alive and how do we sound? So mm-hmm. we did that. And um, I must say that it was a good call. Because we got it done, you know, faster, and uh, um, we have. Uh, I think we succeed quite nice. We have a good uh, three-piece uh, EP, and um, now it's time to write a new album. We have more time to that, and people know where we go. And actually, because of the corona, and because we don't know when we can hit the stage, we. Uh, we have more time and we don't really have to market ourselves like um, to a live set because there's not really much stage open. So <laughs> now we can uh, focus to make a new album. Yeah. Now I'm curious, before you hand the mic back, ah, ah, what do you bring to the table as a singer that... Uh, I don't know the other guy didn't do or whatever. Like, what what is it that you bring as a singer that's new or different? Well, obviously, it um, uh, has a huge impact when a singer 
uh, changes. Uh, and we all have our unique voices and the way we uh, make our own uh, lyrics, for example, and uh, uh, vocals for general. So I think uh, we are quite different vocalists altogether. I make more um, angrier sound, maybe. <laughs> and um, some have said that it's quite versatile, but um, I just do what feels right and how I see fit. Yeah. Now you mentioned lyrics. Um, so you are obviously the emperor's new clothes because the the old clothes left. So you're the emperor's new clothes. Uh, and you mentioned being angry, so you're the happiest uh, country. So yep. how is it that you write lyrics differently? Like, do the boys let you write all the lyrics, or is there a main lyric writer in the band? How how have the lyrics changed? Uh, well, uh, when you look at the previous lyrics and um, lyrics today, I think they are quite different for many ways. Uh, I think um, Jarko made more like stories and I just um, make lyrics that inspire me or uh, that make me an angry or anything. Angry? But, uh, you know, Why are you so angry, yeah. Taro? I guess uh, it's my way to, <laughs> you know... Um, Can't mm, smile when you're angry, Taro. Yeah, yeah. Of course. Uh, mixed uh, feelings and <laughs> all about it. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's like my uh, therapy, therapy to make lyrics and comprehend world or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's it's like um, uh, when um, I was writing those lyrics, there was lo- no like um, any theme to do. We just wanted to make you know songs and uh, do them as we uh, like and uh, see how we work like together and separate separately so um that's i just uh, went and did lyrics that uh, was like um for me what inspired me and um, there was like uh, quite a shitty political uh, atmosphere so um for when? like russian or american or belarus or you name it and that inspired me, uh, and it was like looking quite dystopic. Mm-hmm. So I was like, if if it's already uh, so close, why not why not make it a little bit further and see how it is? Yeah, uh, and uh, what's the difference between? Is it a concept EP then, by any chance? Uh, no, actually. But uh, there is like a um, certain main idea what their songs are about. Okay. Like a dystopic feel and, uh, you know, the things that are happening in the world and how we are involved in it, you know, how uh, freedom is taking from us and, and, and um, ways to... Uh, make of our lives uh, are deprived from us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's something uh, that it's common with all the three songs. Yeah, so happiest country. You could just insert that 
wherever you feel that you are, I guess. Uh, and and there it is. I mean, in Canada, we didn't really have it that bad. Everybody in Canada, they're like, oh, we got it so bad. I'm like, not really. You, you look over the fence. Do you see what's going on with our neighbors? Do you see that? Do you want that? No, you don't. Yeah, we all have uh, uh, our own issues with neighbors, <laughs> I guess. Maybe yeah. We are at, in, at this uh, side of the border. Mm. That's my favorite thing about talking to Finns. They're like, yeah, you get the Americans, we get the Russians. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, it would be better. Yeah, exactly. How's that relationship going? Any wars anytime soon? No? Okay, good. Um. <laughs> Yeah, That's... but uh, uh, the happiest uh, nation uh, or country is more like, uh, you know, uh, although we are uh, like quite good country, but there's still some issues, right? And um, and it could be right, like in a dystopic world where like um, the propaganda says like that, yeah, we are so happy and uh, <laughs> uh, <coughs> victorious and uh, all, but like in a, a northern Korea, they are so happy, and uh, mm-hmm. um, but are they? They don't know. Yeah, so it's like um, finding out what to believe, uh, or is it real information? Is it um, maybe propaganda? Or th- yeah. So yeah, propaganda is everything, baby. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I remember reading about propag- like Egyptian propaganda from like way back in the day, stuff that uh, may be mythological stories from the time, and even some of it has made it into the Bible as updated mythologies, et cetera, et cetera, and how a lot of it was used by the Egyptian government as propaganda. And at the time, uh, it was harder to find out that information because if the government told your village that they won the war, okay, they won the war, but it... Maybe they didn't, but that was the powerful thing about propaganda at that time. Uh, and even now, governments are still moving on with propaganda, despite the fact that we're all connected and we can have the conversation and we can see the video and we can watch the thing and say, no, that that didn't happen. I saw the video, man. Yeah, but um, everyone can make a video and say whatever, but uh, it doesn't make it true. Yeah, and it's hard to you know uh, know what exactly is going on in another country or so. This is very true. If you don't go there by yourself and figure it out, yeah. But, although the, uh, it's easier that there is much of knowledge and um, independent um, news sites or anything where to gather in- information. Mm-hmm. That's helps. right. No, you got to be in the treehouse to know these things. <laughs> yeah. I guess so. A nice one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was my way of coughing much more attractively than just hacking up a lung. Uh, <coughs> uh, please don't worry about me. The forests are on fire here in uh, Western Canada and the Western United States. So there is a lot of smoke in the air for the last month to month and a half. Uh, so it just kind of catches up after a while of breathing in all the smoke from the forest fires. And thankfully, we've gotten some rain. Hopefully, that stuff gets under control a little bit better. But right now, it is not looking good 
at all uh, in California as well as uh, BC. So prayers yeah, out to believe, those people. Yeah, believe it or not, we also had our first forest fires here in Finland. I mean, Ooh. I don't remember reading that kind of stuff like during my life. Yeah, me neither. Uh, it didn't go um, very well for us either. There was like um, some problem to um, maintain it or end it. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. if the world is going to burn down, let's enjoy the ride. That's right, baby. And some new clothes while you're happy in the treehouse. sounds good guys okay so we chatted about uh guitar gear vst synthesizers real synthesizers uh we chatted about tarot coming on board his lyrics and whatnot uh the way that he is adding to the shades that are among us we chatted about uh his new clothes we chatted about why he's so happy uh we chatted about what's going on in the treehouse uh we took a moment to chat about uh, the current situations going on in the world. Uh, what else did we chat about? Did I miss anything, boys? I don't know. Maybe not. Yeah, I think most of the things are covered. Of course, you want to know that how good we are and when we are going to have like next big shows and this kind of stuff. And the answer is no, because COVID. Sometime in the future. Yeah, who knows? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we live in an interesting world at the moment, so we try to do the music interesting as well. And mm-hmm. this guy is really good to cover the main themes from the world we live in today. Oh, thanks, man. <laughs> you are uh, good to make sounds. <laughs> yeah, and this- I know it takes time, but it's worth the wait. <laughs> you got that right. It is worth the wait, baby. Sweet. Yeah, no, you guys aren't you guys aren't too terribly alone. A lot of places are trying to open up prematurely like where I live and uh it's not going well and uh I respect the municipalities that are uh taking their time because this is not something that's going to be over in 2 weeks like we thought it would be last year. Uh, or even a year, or maybe even a year and a half. I think it needs its time and its course. And uh, if people would stop screwing it up, <clears throat> we would be done with it a lot sooner. But people are going to keep screwing it up. So we're just going to be in it as long as it takes until, I don't know, how morbid do we want to get? All the people who are screwing it up aren't here anymore to screw it up? I don't know. <laughs> True that. Yeah. Call it, call it evolution in time. We're evolving. The species is going to get smarter as a result of this. Yeah, when the stupid are, have died, or <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. it's one uh, way to look it up. But <laughs> we have to have patience, patience, and make the most of it. Like you know, we have yeah. now time to uh, focus making music and chat. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yeah, make music and chat. Any excuse I have to chat with Yako and say, Yako, how are things going with Calidus? And he'll say, well, they've got two taros now. And I'll think, that's fantastic. Two taros and two latvalas. And uh, yeah, we try to collect like as many as we can. Yeah. Similarities. So yeah. Perfect. Box everyone's up, you know. Yeah. Good. All right, boys. 
Well, thank you so much for coming on to the Rock Metal Podcast today. Thanks for having us. Thank you. It was nice.